Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's up, dum-dums? It's your good friend Colin here. Today's show is brought to you by Amazon.com. And why is it brought to you by Amazon.com? Because if you go to the Mazodcast website and click on the Amazon banner, we get a sweet, wet taste of them dollar bills. So if you're purchasing drugs or prostitutes or, well, anything else you can get on Amazon, I assume all those things are available, do it through the Mazodcast Amazon banner and let us wet our beak. M-I-Z. Gonna throw it. Slam. This bugs for you, Mizzou. Johnson, and he's gone. It don't get no better than that, man. Lock deep near side. Jamon Moore. It's a foot race. 82 yards. Touchdown, Missouri. Boy, look at Crockett run. It's his fourth touchdown run of the day. This is the Mazad Cast. Howdy, Tiger fans, and welcome to the Mazodcast. I'm your host, Brennan Anthony. Joining me, as always, is the College Football Playoff Committee Chairperson, Colin Anthony. What's up, dum-dums? And Jen Bielema's side piece, Caleb Bungard. Hello, children. Missouri played their final game of the regular season this year at Arkansas, a tough matchup that the Tigers won 48-45. to That puts uh, Missouri as their final record, 7-5, and with a winning season going 6-0 and to finish out the season. Very exciting and very strange season that the uh, Tigers came out with their first winning record in three years. The strangest thing about this game for me was when I watched it, I was never truly that worried. Yeah. I was like, I think we'll be okay. We'll, the, we'll weather the storm. The defense played like hot garbage. Hot, hot garbage. But we looked like the better team throughout, if you ask me. I felt like our line played better than theirs. I felt like Drew Locke could throw deep at any time and score another touchdown at any time. Maybe that's why I didn't feel as bad, because I just felt like we can pretty much score at will. Mm-hmm. Plus, Ish Witter had 170 yards yeah. rushing. The only problem is our defensive backs are still terrible. Yeah. Yeah, we are terrible. I mean, the defensive backs are bad. In the last few games, it's been made up for by the fact that we've been getting a pass rush and mm-hmm. kind of kind of salved that wound, sort of covered it up a little bit. We did not get a lot of pressure on the quarterback, especially in the first half of this game. And all of a sudden, our secondary was back. Well, and the I secondary think, we had come to know in those first five games. And I think Bert Bielema, who is now unemployed, by the way, mm-hmm. actually unemployed seconds after the game was over. Yep. Um, I've been sleeping in this bed. <laughs> it's really comfy. Don't rub it in. We know that you and Jen have a close personal relationship. And uh, if Bert listens to this, and I assume that he does, mm-hmm. it's got to just be well, salt in the wound. The next step is DNA testing, he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Whose kid this is. Yeah. I feel like if he doesn't know, we're really kind of letting the cat out of the bag here. Yeah. About what Caleb's been doing to his yeah. wife. Bert, uh, Caleb's been dropping bombs on your wife's ass. Mm-hmm. Just in your own bed. In your in your marital bed. You can't fit in it anymore, so I figured I'd jump right in there. <laughs> <laughs> is there a big depression in the mattress? There like, is, but you, I mean, you got to turn it and flip it. You know, it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know a guy that sells mattresses, so I can get the... Yeah. Sure, right <laughs> sure. Well, I think that's almost as big a deal as the game, really. Yeah. Caleb's personal uh, life. But I think 
Burt as bad as this season has been. He's not the worst coach in the world. And he looked at what Missouri had done, and he realized that our secondary is trash. And uh, if they were going to beat Missouri, they could exploit that one area. And it did work for a time. But uh, ultimately, we just had too many playmakers, as we've had over the last half of this season. And uh, it came down to who had the ball last, and that happened to be our Missouri Tigers. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jen Belima, since several people have tweeted up that since Jen Belima tweeted karma, hashtag karma, mm-hmm. in September 2013 after West, uh, Wisconsin's controversial loss to Arizona State, Wisconsin is 50 and 12, mm. Arkansas is 26 and 34. Karma. Yeah, that's so. What she's saying, karma is coming. That's what maybe we're, like, we're going to name our first daughter. <laughs> karma, karma. But yeah, so that it just illustrates twenty six and thirty four. Arkansas has not been good under but, Bert. But if you listen after the game, he's full of class and character. Yeah. Sure, he is. Yeah. Well, it's funny and gravy. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny how the warm and turned whenever Arkansas shit canned him on the field after that game. That's actually been debunked. They shit canned him in his office. Yeah, the like, field office. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I thought he said in the press conference. Well, as he was coming off the field, he got axed. Well, uh, they have clarified that that wasn't didn't happen mm-hmm. on the field, but they did wait a couple Bert of have, minutes. He may have lied. Yeah, <laughs> but he's got so full of character and great. He didn't lie about death threats though. Like he also about. turned down Time Person of the Year um, after that happened. <laughs> yeah, um, sir. So well, he had to a, commit to an interview. Yeah, he had a big day and didn't want to. Well, they said probably Caleb. Yeah. So <laughs> Bert, Bert's day was was big time. Yep. Yeah. Well. Anyway, that, that you know who else's day was big time? Who's that? Drew Locke. Oh boy, Drew Locke had five touchdown passes once again. He broke the SEC single season touchdown record. Yeah, I mean he bypassed Missouri's touchdown so, record. And so what I love about that is the SEC in general does not want to acknowledge that we are part of it. No, even though this is several years going on now, we're mm-hmm. you know we're working on a thirteen teams plus one on the side. <laughs> yeah, healthy marriage of with the SEC. Mm-hmm. And Drew Locke's name, at least for the foreseeable future, is going to be at the very top. <laughs> a Mizzou player at the very top of one of their precious re- hollowed records. Yeah. So they're you know like, Can anybody take a guess on how many years uh, Arkansas's been in the SEC? Is it hundreds, thousands? No, I believe it was no, the, in uh, fact, mid-90s. I believe, I believe it's twenty five years. Yeah. Let me see let me go through my tweets here. Nineteen ninety two. Yeah, that's right. I remember this because Pizza Hut gave out basketballs. <laughs> and in 1991, they were, part, they were part of the Southwest Conference. Yes, that's Arkansas right. Arkansas was on there. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I, I have a little little memory of that. So it's not How like many? they've been around since 1932 in the SEC and they're that fucking great. How many historical achievements are marked in your brain by Pizza Hut giveaways, Caleb? Lots of them. <laughs> Lots of them. That was the coolest fucking basketball of all time in first grade. Yeah. Well, book it stamps are the reason I read. <clears throat> Absolutely. This is the tweet that I saw. This was from a Tennessee fan. No, it's the Southeastern Conference. Arkansas, Missouri, and Texas A&M are not Southeastern, not SEC. Mm-hmm. So if, if Mizzou fans are hoping that we're going to be brought into the fold and clutched to the SEC's heart, mm-hmm. Arkansas got thrown in there by a Tennessee fan. Right. They're not SEC. Yeah. So well, join us, Arkansas, and not being SEC. One thing I've learned about the South is there is some sort of epicenter to what is the Deep South, and it's somewhere – I think it's somewhere in mid-Alabama, somewhere mm-hmm. between the Mississippi and Georgia line. And the closer you are to that epicenter, yeah. everything outside of it is not It's southern. like a glowing red dot on a Shaquille O'Neal back pain commercial. Yes, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. to, and if you live on that dot, yeah. people you know, in other parts of Alabama are not southern. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the sure. the farther you get out, sure. the closer, you know, the more what you consider the South is, you know, if you're yeah. in Kentucky, you consider yourself Southern and a lot of other things Southern. But if you live near that 
Shaquille O'Neal back pain dot. <laughs> the actual Deep South is only about a four mile wide radius. <laughs> yeah, radius around that, mm-hmm. that episode. That's right. Well, we should probably talk about the game just slightly. Mm-hmm. Mizzou did not look good in the beginning. No. Or, as we mentioned earlier, the secondary did not play well. Well, we, we started that pick right off. I knew we were going to win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. That's, a, that's Drew Locke's move. That's how we do. We uh, <laughs> fuck up a possession early. Arkansas did take advantage and marched down the field yep. and got an early touchdown to take the lead. And then we just progressed to do what we do. By the always. time we got to halftime and it was. We were up by three. Yeah, we were up by three. I'm like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. How did like, we, we were get the down lead? by 14 points at one point early on. And uh, here we are. And like by, at halftime, we're up by three points. Points. I'm like, well, we're definitely winning this game. Yeah, I felt the same. I consider way. that pick like going for it. Like when you're 14, you put your hands down the first girl's pants. And oh my god! You, you accidentally slip. You're not. Down. You're not a 32 year old. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. State representative or yeah. at this point, you're a yeah. or you're going <laughs> district for it. attorney. You're you're, you're also a teenager. It. I just want to preface it this. I am a teenager. <laughs> Everybody is fourteen. Mm-hmm. In this scenario, actually, everyone is fourteen. Everybody is make 14. that explicitly clear. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is what you meant, right? Yeah. you're not just changing your story now. Like, I may get elected if I go <laughs> on with the original story. <laughs> yeah. Just Any, saying. Well, please continue now that we clarify. Just saying, he throws the pick. He's going for it. It's like when you're 14 and the other person is 14. <laughs> yeah. You slip your hands down the pants and you put it in the wrong hole. It's an accident. You'll get there eventually. <laughs> and he did with five touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is, Caleb. <laughs> yeah. That's an, I think Spot I actually may have stolen that analogy from one of the on-air broadcasters. Musburger a couple yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's true. It's a cliche for a reason. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, the uh, second half went exactly as – one of the things I wanted to mention that I noticed from the game is, like, we never went away from the run, which mm-hmm. is something that a lot of teams have a tendency to do is they r- go away from the run when they get down by 14 points. Ish Witter had nearly 40 carries this game. Mm-hmm. 39 to be exact, which and, is nearly uh, 40. <laughs> thank you. And uh, it's like, well, they just kept pounding the ball. And I think it speaks to just like the, the defense bringing a little more pressure or – being able to commit to the run game is that confidence this coaching staff has that we can score points. Mm-hmm. You can you can stick to the run game. You can throw some blitzes at people. You can do some things that maybe are a little bit risky when you have a lot of confidence that your all-world quarterback is going to throw five touchdowns mm-hmm. a game. Well, there were several games during our winning streak in the end of this season where – we started out the game just running, running, running. I think it was mm-hmm. the Tennessee yep, game yep. where we ran like 11 straight plays to start the, the yep. game. And, of course, when you have success at that, it opens up a lot of things for Drew Locke. And, of course, 
We, it should mention Albert O had another two touchdowns, 25 catches on the year. 11 of them were touchdowns. We yeah. could actually point out that Drew Locke would have 50 touchdowns if wide receivers could catch a football. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to our voicemails later in the show. And I think uh, Jay Moore took a little heat. And Albert O now is the has the freshman record for touchdowns passing Jeremy Macklin, a name yeah. some of you might recognize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exciting to have a young, talented tight end. Yeah, he's a freshman. Gonna, yeah. He is a freshman. <laughs> but we what should I talk love about him is the hands catches. While you watched, like yeah. in this game in particular, Jamon Moore, Jamon Hard. Mm-hmm. Um, Until he didn't, made one of the greatest catches of all fucking time. <laughs> yeah, that's what the, I wrote that down. <laughs> this is exactly what I wrote down. Jamon drops everything. Until he doesn't. Yes. Good. <laughs> analysis. Hashtag analysis. Yeah. That's why you get so deep in the things. I love it. It's interesting. That <laughs> <laughs> you really dig deep. Yeah, really I do. Dig yeah. Deep into it. Yeah, you're like the movie Holes. Yeah. Um, kind of. It is interesting Kevin about Jamie. <laughs> Kevin Bacon reference. I want to be Reba. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I like, and I like Fritos. <laughs> I don't understand how Jamon Moore, he is setting records as far as yards for mm-hmm. the Tigers. He's way up there. He just started, basically, since he's gotten here. And a lot of the media will have chastised fans for being hard on Jamon and saying, like, he's well, one of the greatest. He's a baby top, child. Yeah, he's one of, well, and they say he's one of the top five receivers in Mizzou history. But you can't ignore the drops. And sure, you can be only paying attention to the drops, or sure, you can only be paying attention to the many, many yards receiving he's had. But the two are married together. And yeah. the fact is, it's complicated, our relationship with Jamon Moore, because he's done a lot of good things, and he has made us absolutely pull our hair out, and frankly, lost games for us. He single-handedly lost the Georgia game for us last well, year. Well, at least I, I tweeted it out, like, that touchdown's on Jamon after a series where he dropped a very easy third down conversion. Right. Arkansas, Arkansas immediately marched down. marched down the field and scored a touchdown. Like that was on Jamon. I mean, mm. we had a third down conversion. That, that series rolling. continues. And if he can just catch a fucking ball. And until he made that catch, basically to ice the game, he had had how many drops? I mean, he was dropping everything. He was I, having I he a Jamonest day I've ever seen. They lost Emmanuel Hall, what, in second quarter? Yeah, I'm still what not sure there? what happened. He just hamstring came. tweak. Tweak. Well, tweaks usually come back for bowl games. Well, let's hope so, because mm-hmm. we needs him. Another thing I saw that uh, was new to this game, which I was happy to see, was uh, Nate Brown. Yeah, the elusive <laughs> Nate Brown. When we talk about how um, Jamon Moore has played like since the very beginning, since he mm-hmm. walked into campus. His counterpart, when he began that journey, was Nate Brown. Yeah, we talked highly about him when he was coming onto campus, and we yeah. never see him. And he was making eight-yard catch after eight-yard catch after. Yeah. He was he our was check a, down, essentially. Well, he became a, a what Mizzou maybe lacks is a good possession receiver. Right. I mean, we've obviously got Emmanuel Hall and Jamon Moore, who like to run you know, the go routes. And they've sort of tried to use Jamon in a possession receiver role. But, but his it. hands are way too unreliable for that. Yeah. But Nate Brown, you know. It's hard with those those short passes because Locke will zing him in there. If it's coming in hot, Jamon ain't catching Or coming it. at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's had some really good catches, too, which drives you absolutely insane because yeah. well, like, like, what are you, Jamon? The catch he made, Caleb alluded to it, it was a beautiful catch, mm-hmm. a difficult catch. All he catch. had to do, he just shoved the guy off of him <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, to the ground, he as did, one does. He That happens all the time in football, yes. and it was a great no call. It worked in Missouri's favor. I don't begrudge Arkansas fans for being Man. livid about it. Yeah, yeah. When the Raiders it, did it to the Chiefs, I was pissed this year. Yeah, I mean, it, when it happens to us, you, I was very happy. When it happens to you, it's the worst, but the point is, is it happens to everybody. Yeah. And uh, it happened to Arkansas on that occasion. Then he helicoptered in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and then yeah, he, and he got a foot down. Yeah. yeah. No, it was beautiful. I think part of what makes Jamon a little bit frustrating is that we have seen him do those sorts of things. He has made some very beautiful, difficult plays, catches, and then just the, you know, seven yard out, a ball thrown right to his face, hands up, ready to catch the ball, just bounces off him like a moron. And he's, which are you? Are mm-hmm. you the guy that I just saw make a spectacular play? Or are you the guy that cannot catch anything? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's the truth he's is, both. like you said, Brennan, he's both. He's Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Missouri's season this year, we finished seven and five. We set a lot of weird records in the SEC. I think we saw, I saw that we were the first team to ever start the season 0 and 4 mm-hmm. and finish 4 and 4. Yeah. Obviously, Drew Locke set records with the passing game, even though at the beginning of the season, we had no offense whatsoever, it looked like. We either ended the coaching career of two coaches or on a third coach, we, uh, we polished off the team that the coach yeah. had just been fired. Three coaches mm-hmm. in our winning streak are now well, no think, longer coaches in the SEC. We helped Tennessee uh, go 0-8 and set a record. Well, mm-hmm. I, think indirect, yes. I think indirectly Mizzou helped fire those coaches just because we've been having success in the second half of the season. And if you're at one of those programs, if you're an administrator or the AD going, Missouri can do it. Missouri can figure it out. Look at these guys. And Missouri's, you're playing Missouri. And they're not know? even an SEC school. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. God damn it. They're not they're even in the Northeast somewhere. Yeah. Up by Maine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking catching lobsters. Mm-hmm. Up fucking north of Idaho somewhere. That's right. But uh, yeah, I, I can't help that that only makes the look for a Tennessee and a Florida look worse. They're like, mm-hmm. look at Missouri raking all this praise, well, throwing for a gazillion yards. Well, we are terrible. If they would listen to us more often, they would know if you're cooking your players uh, dinners on Copper Chef, it mm-hmm. makes them play keep better. It, mm-hmm. Let's keep them the down low, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it speaks to the uh, sort of hubris of a lot of these programs and the expectation that they're entitled to wins over teams like Missouri mm-hmm. and that uh, because – they're such great programs with such storied histories that they're going to get better players. They're going to get better coaches, blah, blah, blah. And nobody's entitled to shit. If you play better, you win. And stories that are 30 years old are not stories anymore. No, no especially three- to 20 year old kids from the inner city. Yeah. There are three teams in the SEC that have a history that kids can remember Florida, Alabama. And Auburn, mm-hmm. we're, we're maybe a little else. We're reaching a point where yeah, yeah, the, name, the name Peyton Manning is not going to resonate with recruits anymore. All they I mean, think he's been is retired. Shitty pizza years. when they see Peyton Manning now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The dude with a big forehead that has shitty pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he sells insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the fact is, is okay. You're storied, whatever. Like Arkansas doesn't really have that great a story. No. But they have a super old story. Mm-hmm. Tennessee has a super old story. You know, the teams like Old Miss and South Carolina, especially like South Carolina. South Carolina has no story. No. Georgia hasn't won anything since before I Georgia's was born. Georgia's got an yeah. old story. Yeah. yeah, it's Caleb is absolutely right. All you know who about Auburn? You know about Alabama? You know about LSU? You know about programs that are perennially good? I mean, if if Florida doesn't have the blip on the radar with Tebow, I mean, where's Florida last 20 years? Yeah. You know, Danny Warfel, I guess. I don't, I mean, but it's still. I was in high school for Warfel. Yeah. And then you got teams like Mississippi State, which historically have not been good. No, Mississippi been, State, South Carolina, these teams are, don't have no history. And Mississippi State is doing well now. Mm-hmm. They've had a couple good year runs, but you have to expect that a Mississippi They're doing good State, by Mississippi State standards, yeah, too. Yeah. They'd be fired at Tennessee. Right. And, but I mean, I, one might expect that Mississippi State will come back down to the mean, which is what they always look at us as saying. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm getting. I'm, hey, well, Mizzou, I, Mizzou wins eight games a year for the next twenty years. I'm happy. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of Mississippi State's where they're. Well, at. and that's where Mizzou and Mississippi State probably maybe they're a little more consistent than these programs in a manner of speaking. Mm-hmm. Just because you know Mizzou, if, if we lose badly, we're not going and twittering Purdue and telling We're them tweeting. what a shit program they are. 
We're looking inward. We're mad at Barry Odom. We're right. mad at our football team. I'm sure Mississippi State's kind of the same way because we don't have this sort of mystique mystique and aura. And we haven't fucking basically convinced ourselves that we are something that we are not. Entitled to 10 games a year. Yeah. Win. And when we win against Arkansas or we beat Tennessee, their immediate reaction is to come at us and tell us we're not SEC. Where our reaction when we lose is we should play, we should better. play better. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Theirs is like, how dare you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how dare you, how dare you, how dare you be excited for beating us? Yeah. How dare you be even be in our conference? This is a fluke. How dare you exist? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Missouri's been pretty decent for the last 17 years, ever since Pinkle came on board. So at some point, you can't call it a fluke anymore. I mean, yes, we've had well, bad years. Well, if you want to go to super old history, which they love to do. Yes, they do. Like, you know, Missouri's pretty good in the 60s. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so... Uh, where do you want to, where do you want to, where's the line of delineation between what's good, bad? When do you start to keep tar- keeping track? When do you give credit? Hey, when you take Mizzou it away? Who has one cl- unclaimed national championship? 1960. Out there. Yeah, 1960. Hey, if we were anybody else in the SEC, we'd claim that motherfucker and three more. Well, that's absolutely right. <laughs> Ole Miss claims the 1960 season. University of Washington Huskies claimed the national championship for that season. Minnesota was granted that um, national championship, even though they lost their Rose Bowl bid. I mean, we have every right to that as much as anybody, but SEC school. They claim all they can get their hands on. Arkansas won in 1963. That's their only national championship. Listen, if we're going to be SEC and we're going to try to, you know, assimilate into this conference, hang up the 1960 fucking football national championship banner. I'd do it if I were. (laughs) I would too. Alabama hangs up like five of them. They did not win. Yeah, they held claim to. Well, there were disputed national championships. Basically, until the fucking playoff came around. And yeah. so lots of teams can claim these uh, titles, put them up on their fucking stadiums and say, look how many titles we won. Well, you can do the same thing. We just have a little more class, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, basically, it all just boils down to an argument. Yeah, you know? it, it is. It's ultimately an argument. If we were to throw 1960 up there, nobody could say that doesn't belong. They could just it say, here's one. <laughs> I mean, who's going to argue with us? Minnesota, Washington, whoever. It's like, we're going to have an argument, too. That's going to be every bit as good as their argument yeah. because, again, there's no playoff system. It's just we were 11-0. and 0. Well, we're getting down a rabbit hole of yes, what SEC are. schools do. We so haven't even a- lost track of the game. <laughs> yeah. We won the game, by the way, folks. Yeah, we did. I think it's important to mention that uh, the bowl game is likely either going to be, I think, the Texas Bowl or the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. And so we won't know until December 3rd where we go or mm-hmm. who our opponent will be. But there's been talk of us playing the Longhorns down that in Texas nice. or Kansas State possibly in Memphis. That would also be nice. It would all be nice. It would probably be a Big 12 opponent. We can't play Kansas. Just Kansas? Well, I don't know if you kept up with the uh, record when we give our uh, Kansas news, but I think Kansas won one game. They missed the bowl bid. Just just off of the 500 record required, yeah. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Just, but that, they made one last year, didn't they? Or the year before? It's hard to remember. Or the year before? It's hard to remember. Yeah, well, I don't it remember. is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't keep track. So I don't think this year is going to be our opportunity. But okay. yeah, so uh, we'll keep track of that. And obviously, the Mazadcast will keep on train on the tracks as we go towards bowl season. It's going to be exciting. we got postseason play for the first time in three years. Yep. I'm excited. Anyway, we got an action-packed show for you because, our first of all, Arkansas fans are terrible. And are. Uh, we were going on and on about how bad Tennessee fans are. Well, Arkansas said, hey, wait a minute. We're terrible, too. <laughs> yeah, fact, don't forget us. So we're going to have some sour grapes for you. Obviously, we've got a lot of voicemails because people are pretty excited. They also wanted to weigh in about the Michael Porter situation, mm-hmm, which sure. I think we had a day of absolute sheer misery about that. And sure. we uh, played we real that. well in the uh, tournament in Orlando. This is why we can't have nice things. That's yeah. what no, me and Caleb were saying before the show. We're so, not allowed that at Missouri for longer than five minutes. <laughs> nope. But we'll get into that a little bit, and of course we'll have Kansas news, and we'll go around the horn with the SEC because it was a very interesting final week of the regular season in football. So until then, this is the Mazzotcast. Mazel tov. Stop!
stop. Don't throw that used cell phone away. Sell it to Midmo iFix. Midmo iFix buys and sells used cell phones that include a 30-day warranty. So if you lost your phone overboard, the screen's cracked, or the phone's broken, stop into Midmo iFix and see Kevin. And if you have no use for that old phone, turn it into cash. Midmo iFix, located next to Emo's Pizza on Osage Beach Parkway. 573-694-8795. Midmo iFix. Phones fixed fast. got some listener music in from uh, Chris Pretham. This uh, is called Hollywood, so thank you for that. If you want to send your listener music in, it's uh, mizodcast at gmail.com. That's a spicy beat. It is a spicy beat. I like it. Guys, we talked a little bit about how uh, Michael Porter Jr. went down earlier this week, and uh, Tiger fans were ripping their guts out about it, and the uh, team has proceeded to go on and win. Uh, well, they're in the finals, I guess, today. They're yeah, going to play, play this tonight. tonight. We're recording on Sunday afternoon. They look good. Uh, we're going to be playing this year without Michael Porter Jr. Possibly he's had a two-minute career at mm. uh, at Mizzou. The reason I bring that up, fellas, is we do, we do have... It's uh, referenced in the voicemails. It is referenced in the voicemail. We're about to do our voicemail mailbag segment, and uh, it'll come up. It'll come up. He'll sure. go down with the greatest shooting percentage in Mizzou that's history. Right, 100%, yep. yeah. And he does have two more points than I do at Mizzou. Yes, that's true. All right, so should we get right into the uh, voicemail segment then, fellas? Please. All right, here we go. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. It's a lengthy one. People were pretty excited. So let's just uh, let's get started. Yeah, I remember last week when you guys said you have a bunch of alcoholics that listen to your show and call in. Yeah. No, you just have one alcoholic who happens to call in four times in a row. But uh, nonetheless, there's no cat this week, and uh, <laughs> yes, where's we Ricky? Yeah, where is Ricky? We remember your voicemail well. You can call in any time, drunker the better. We yeah, encourage sure. that. Yep, this is pretty devastating. I was at school and I found out, and this is terrible fucking news. I Clearly, mean, Clearly Porter. Just, you know, Mizzou finally had a competitive program again, and it's like, and it's gone. And like, <laughs> I, I couldn't wait to face Kansas in the tournament potentially, and now like it just looks like. None of that's going to happen, but uh, you have to thank Michael Porter because he's kind of brought the program back. Like, without him, there would be no Jeremiah Tillman. There would be no Jante. There would be no Blake Harris. The Mizzou would be where they were a year ago, and um, you have to thank him for kind of rebuilding our program. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. He was one of our biggest recruiters. Clearly, that voicemail was on the day Tuesday whenever we found out the news depressed. Hey, guys. Obviously, the Michael Porter news really sucks, but... I just want to touch on some tweets that you guys are replying to and just some other comments on how Mizzou paid Tillman, Mizzou paid Porter, which is all totally focused. Show me a damn source that actually has any credibility that says that that was true. It's just so stupid. I can't believe people are actually saying that. I think he's so alluding to a that's particular just my tweet. Sense. It's not going towards the bill this time. I'm sorry. I'm dead-ass broke. But that's all I have to say. Am I satisfied? I think he's alluding to a tweet that, that some guy who spent 15 seconds on ESPN Air one time talking about the NBA made it made some specious argument that Michael Porter was not going to travel to Utah because of the FBI thing and that and then later Tillman yeah anyway, regardless yeah that, that no one would come here unless we paid them a lot of money yeah, exactly. that's bullshit 
Hey, Moore, you fuckhead. Why didn't you just pretend that Defender <laughs> was a football? Your hands would have been nowhere near it. Yeah, now we're in the game. Yeah. yeah. there. This is a trend, too. There are some uh, people who are not too happy with Jamon Moore during the middle of the game. Nice hold, Jamon fucking Moore, you dipshit. <laughs> Same fella. Same dude. Please feel free to catch the ball, Jamon fucking Moore. <laughs> three for three. A.K.A. Roberto Duran. Hat Hands trick. Stone. <laughs> Jamon fucking Moore is single-handedly keeping Arkansas in this fucking game. Good fucking God. Fuck! Go the, Tigers. These guys don't realize that he's a precious child, baby. Yeah, you can't but say you negative can't say things, things about, about adults, apparently. No. Mm, man, what a great game. Great way to end out the season. Six straight wins. Good to see uh, we still have no fucking secondary. And holy shit, man. Do our receivers only catch the hard balls? Anyway, at least we came out with the win. Uh, you? What's up, boys? I'm going to rattle this voicemail off old-school shout-out style. And first shout-out goes to the sourest of fucking fans, the Roy Moore fan club, a.k.a. Arkansas Razorback fans. Second shout-out, big one, goes out to Marce- Marcel Frazier and Terry Beckner Jr. Shout-out for being fucking animals. Albert O for having vice grip hands. Nice. Ferry, coaching staff, holy shit. Collecting their second scalp. Unbelievable. Ish Witter for making me believe he's the greatest running back ever. Drew Locke for being a goddamn man. Fucking man. And a big <laughs> shout out to God for equipping us with voice boxes that only last three quarters. Because that fucking bitch was driving me nuts. <laughs> Chuck, I'm out. M-I-Z. Thanks, Yo-Yo. Chuck. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that lady later. M-I-Z, guys. That's all I can say. Fucking... God damn, that was a game. <laughs> yes, thank you. Oh, what a day. Mizzou basketball won. Mizzou football beat those inbred son of bitches down in <laughs> Arkansas. What a good day. Oh, it's so good to watch football last six weeks. Woo! M-I-Z! Z-O-U. Fuck Arkansas. Bunch of backwoods, toothless rednecks. Can't wait to see them. how much shit they're going to talk on Twitter tonight. That's just fantastic. At least they're going to go home and fuck their cousins, I guess. But, God, what a win. <laughs> God, what a win. It's yeah. a double win. Yeah, it is indeed. Well, that was the voicemail segment this week. So yeah. Nicely done, fellas. Yeah, well done. We Wait for that you. first lady caller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. ladies you think listen to this show, Brendan. Well, based on the voicemails, I'm going to say uh, it's not that many. Yeah, well. I don't know why. I don't know why we don't appeal to the, uh, to the, ladies. To the fair sex. We don't talk about labias enough or something. <laughs> I feel like we do it a lot. <laughs> more than we should, certainly. <laughs> a lot more than most sports podcasts do, <laughs> yeah, really. Sure. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> of the majority and the menorah, frankly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call don't in, discriminate. Ladies. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ladies, give us a shout. We got the voicemail line up there on Twitter. All right, guys, I think let's move along. Our next thing we got to do is something very important. It's a little segment we like to call Sour Grapes. All right, fellas, what have we got for Sour Grapes this week? It's bound to be a good one. Well, this one comes to us from before the game. Uh, Mm -hmm. Bennett Brass tweeted out, Time for the hogs to take out the trash. Hashtag fuck Mizzou. He was uh, probably very disappointed Sour Grapes. uh, mm -hmm. By the end of the game. Yeah, didn't work out that way. Mizzou football fucking sucks. 
the Arkansas Razorbacks are embarrassing them on CBS. This was somewhere, Sorry, I would say, around breaks. the end of the first quarter. Yeah, because it didn't work out that way. Either. They were definitely embarrassing for the you know a short time. Mm-hmm. I like that this tweet probably didn't age well. No, it no. did not. Ha, dude, Mizzou sucks. If you want to win games, come play for coach. Be at Arkansas. Okay, I'm reading this as it's written. Mm-hmm. If you want to win games, come play for Coach B at Arkansas. I think the tenor of this is if you want to win, um, you should go play at Arkansas. Though uh, statistics and math would directly counter mm-hmm. um, this All of tweeter's argument. Yeah. Also, uh, it's going to be very hard to uh, play for Coach B at Arkansas since Coach B is no longer in Arkansas. They're so, going to hire another coach with a last name starts with B here. Yeah, so that tweet yeah. will hold up. Yeah. That guy has charged. Uh, this is uh, something I have uh, noticed a little bit uh, in the tweets is uh, the tenor. Mizzou with tons of dirty hits today. Yeah, I've got one on that one. Arkansas with none. Plain fair and very sporting. Hashtag sad. Hashtag bigly. Hashtag tremendous. I <laughs> like. I read this and I'm like, oh my God, this is this mm-hmm. one sounds very familiar. So in a, the tenor, you know. Yeah, along those lines, we have a... Win or lose, Mizzou is a joke of a football program. They play dirty and classless. I'm proud to be a Razorback, and thank God I'm not a Tiger. Hashtag WPS, which would be Woo Pig mm-hmm. Suey. Well, thank you. Yeah. Salad yeah, I've got one here. It says, decided to make a few picks today. Arkansas on the money line. Fuck Mizzou. Salad you lost money on that bet. Sorry, fella. I like this when it comes from a, a local sports personnel that used to be in Kansas City now is uh, in Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, T.J. Carpenter, who was a who, yeah, he was a, he's a huge douche. He was a he's a Razorback alum, and he's put refs got money on this game. Need a Mizzou cover? Calling penalties on Arkansas for Mizzou not being ready on special teams? Not calling clear face masks on the quarterback? Shady play. Missouri playing some dirty football. Salad no, I'm, I'm not going to defend Missouri if I feel like they're playing dirty football. You know what I mean? But this, I did not see No, that I remember game. we went after Shane Ray in yeah, the, in I mean, the uh, I just SEC like, championship again but against Alabama. But it speaks Alabama. to when the, when the shit starts to hit the fan, mm-hmm. um, shit fans start to hit the shit. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so well, there's, that, there's that. Here's one that was obviously, again, before the game started. Somebody wrote, y'all better stay the fuck away from me unless you're calling the hogs. Salad well, we, we did stay clear of them because we were absolutely not calling the hogs, nor should anyone. Yeah. This is another one uh, before the game started. Lou Rawls tweeted out, fuck a Mizzou, go hogs. Fuck a Mizzou, mm-hmm. go hogs. Salad yeah, that, it's again like Tennessee. I'm used to literacy. the misspelling things, but adding extra, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, what does a Mizzou? <laughs> I don't know. Just have to say it because it's worth saying, fuck Mizzou. That's from Hogs Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. fuck yourself, Mizzou. Here's one from BJ Bohannon. He wrote, I really thought we could at least beat Mizzou at home. Guess I was wrong. Salad sure were. Breaks. Yeah, sure were. Yeah, I, I was shocked at how many people thought that in Arkansas, mm-hmm. <laughs> despite the way they play yep. constantly. Geez, even Mizzou is better than us. Salad great. Yeah, I feel like they could have known that. Yeah, we were better than them last year. Yeah, past history, Mm -hmm. you know, present season. I believe we've doubled up the wins on Arkansas, so I don't know why this, where this shock should come from. Mizzou is, uh, leads the series six and three, and, uh, one coach, Barry Odom, is a two and oh gets the Hawks. I believe that's correct. Coach, uh, Coach B.O. 
Yeah. <laughs> Coach B.O. That's Coach Coach B. That's how he knows how to put a stink on a game. Mm-hmm. I don't know what type of season we're having, but losing to Mutsu makes me want to punch a hole in the wall. Sour grapes. I'm kind of glad about that. Yeah. Go ahead. How many holes in the wall does that guy have mm-hmm. now? Uh, he has six. Yeah, six holes in the wall. To be fair, it's pretty easy to punch through a trailer wall. <laughs> yeah. you know, puff even... and I'll puff and I'll <laughs> blow your house down. Or a mud wall. Oh, someone wrote to the antlers. This was uh, Mr. Feltz, Jay Feltzy. Great start for you, asshats. Great. <laughs> great finish for us, though, I believe. I believe the antlers came back later. What's amazing, someone who complimented Mizzou, what's amazing about beating six teams that have not won more than four games? Is this the new standard in the SEC East? Again, who are you? insulting. Like, we are beating you. We beat Tennessee. We beat Florida. I mean, like... You can't, like, don't be you proud. Play, you can't pick who you play in a conference either. Well, don't be proud. Of, like, oh, we won six games. Like, is that the new... Yeah, winning is winning is the new standard mm-hmm. for football. That's right. Or maybe the old standard. Or maybe forever. <laughs> you assholes. It's really the only standard. Yeah. I, I kind of like this one. It's not a Sour Groups tweet, but it was in response to a Mizzou fan who uh, compared Arkansas to Kansas. Uh, Adam J. Six Tigers 9-7 wrote, Please, Corey, I hate Arkansas too, but to stoop this low and compare them to a football team like Kansas, I've already alerted Twitter support. <laughs> I, I think that's fair. That is pretty cruel. In response to a Saturday Down South tweet, uh, praising Missouri, this individual tweeted, too bad their university will be gone in five years. Hmm, interesting. I don't know what that means. No. Maybe we should Grace. contact the FBI with this kind of watch. He's like, as soon as I stockpile enough ammonium, we're going to end that place. I don't know if we can get into all of it, but there eventually it always degrades into some sort of safe space 2015 protest. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And, you know, those were two years ago. These are, that was officially years ago. Yeah. And it's, if, if your argument is starting to pull from years, decades past. Well, Brendan, that's how they, that's on. how they gauge the success of their program by going back 50 years yeah. to when they were good. So it's always so weird to me that they don't remember what happened a year ago or two years ago, <laughs> but we ask them what happened 45 years ago and they're going to tell you the exact record. Yep. The refs are giving this game to those Yankees. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Arkansas versus Missouri. So yeah, a bunch, the, of, bunch of Yankees. Yeah, it's funny because I'll the line of <laughs> yeah, the I'll line of latitude between Columbia, Missouri, and Fayetteville, Arkansas is not that different. No, no, no. <laughs> no. We There's are a hill between. In us. fact, yeah. like I think, Branson is all that stands in our way. In fact, if you like look look at a map and see where the Dixie Mason Dixon line is, mm-hmm. like it is just south of, of it is, Columbia. It is the line I think, yeah, with that border of yeah. us. Yeah. So um, like. In, Again, we're not close to the epicenter. Yeah, no, that's right. And neither is but this guy. neither is Fayetteville. <laughs> yeah, so. That's what they don't get. Nope, nope. This comes from a guy we've heard of before. His name was TJ Moe. Mm-hmm. Know this guy? Oh, who is that fella? Cheap shot? Sure. Now, this is TJ defending Arkansas's right. TJ claims Moe, that we former, are a dirty football team. M- former Missouri wide receiver TJ Moe. Correct. It's yeah. so much to name on an award because this guy's being a real douche. Yeah, sure. Uh, cheap shot? Sure. Defenses player? No. If you're running down the kickoff and go hit the returner, you are not defenseless. Not popular, but it's the truth. Get your head on a swivel. Shouldn't be targeting. Oh, TJ. So TJ's telling Who's that player. are you on? Get, get your head on a fucking swivel because you got your clock clean yeah. by an Arkansas player and it's your fault. Yeah. yeah. And then your when, fault, Mizzou player. When you break your leg, just spit on it, rub some dirt on it, and get yeah. back in. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. But you should expect to have a helmet smashed into your face. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. It's what happened. Not defense. It wouldn't happen to TJ Moe because he obviously would have had his head on the swivel because, mm-hmm. as he will tell you, he is the greatest football player who ever played it is for the Missouri Tigers. How well he can swivel it from up his own ass. <laughs> <laughs> the view's great, I hear. <laughs> Polypy. Uh, Coach Burt was 2-12 and 12 against 
Texas A&M, Mississippi State, and Missouri at Arkansas. Three teams that you have to and should beat every year at Arkansas. Hmm. So this is a sentiment that I do not understand at Arkansas. They're entitled to wins every year. They should at Arkansas. They should beat A&M, Mississippi State, and Missouri every single year. Mm -hmm. So this guy is putting them up in that upper echelon of the SEC, not down where Missouri's at. I think it's an important public service announcement for me to state. Hey, Arkansas fans, you're Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. I know it starts with an A, much like Alabama and Auburn, but you are, in fact, Arkansas. When, when Arkansas had the greatest running back core in SEC history, mm-hmm. Felix Jones, Derek McFadden, and Peyton Hillis, I believe Mizzou in the Big 12 beat them by like 30 points. Yeah, that was their cotton bowl. Their greatest team. Yeah. And I think a young man by the name of Tony Temple set a cotton bowl record. He did. Yeah. He yeah. did. He yeah. fucking took a giant shit right on top of him. So all this talk about Burt Bielema being the only reason we can beat Arkansas, it doesn't hold a lot of water. And I'll say this, too. While their name starts with an A, they're really only above the state of Alaska when it comes to football programs. Yeah. I mean, I think Arizona and Arizona State could give them a run for their money. Yeah. Of course, Mizzou is making a big deal about beating us because the only thing standing between Arkansas walking the dog on Mizzou is our sorry coach. That was good timing because we were just commenting that they, like, it's only Burt Belima's mm-hmm. fault. Yeah. They'd never sorry. lose to us otherwise, except in a cotton bowl. Yeah. I, I also informed that, that guy that his dog better not shit my yard again. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it would be nice to pull up those tweets from about four or five years ago when that guy was probably praising how great of a coach Brett Belima was going to be. This one comes right after the uh, end of the football game. Well, we just lost to a liberal Democrat school. My <laughs> life is over. Sour so Missouri is somehow a liberal, the bright red state of Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Also, I always want to tell people, have you been to Missouri? Yes. Have you been to Columbia? I mean, like, yeah, there's a university in the middle of it. You get outside of it, slack-jawed yokels, people. Yeah, and they are, they're not what there's, you would call you know, liberal con- Democrats. <laughs> yeah, there is Confederate flag-waving, gun-toting. Uh, it's anything you can bring. You know, yeah, so. exactly. It, it doesn't make any the, sense. The, the, the accent is a little less, <laughs> but it's there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just like, you've never been to Missouri, obviously. No, we've got our, we've got our fair share right and left. Mizzou did play a good game yesterday, but to all Missouri fans who think it was Missouri that got Burt fired, you're wrong. He would have been fired if Arkansas had won 45 to zero. Fact. So I guess, you know, Missouri fans are giving him the business because we fired yet another coach. Mm -hmm. And I agree with this guy. I don't know anybody saying like this was the game that necessarily, you know, I mean, everybody knew the axe was coming, but well, and I don't know if they won forty-five and zero if he would have been fired. Yeah, but I do like the new assertion on Twitter that if you just put "fact" in all capital letters, it is in fact now a fact. Well, <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't have fired him on the field. I would have fired him when he got home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Caleb would have been there waiting. Yep. Yeah, we all know. Well, I think unless anybody has anything else, that will do it this week for Sour Grapes. I was really tickled that mm-hmm. um, we had Sour Grapes. I figured it would be so much Burt Belima. Yeah, the firing of Burt did put a damper on the Sour Grapes because a lot of it. Oh, yeah. Don't there's you worry about that. Arkansas thinks they're way better than us. But they never are. Ever. <laughs> no, ever. Ever. No. Okay, guys, why don't we take our uh, second break for the day, come back, and we'll do some important Kansas. I'm sorry. We'll do some Arkansas news and go around the horn with the SEC. And we've got a little special treat for that segment. So stay tuned. This is the Mazzotcast. What's up, dum-dums? It's your good friend Colin here. 
and I'm here to talk to you today about something deadly serious. I know usually I'm a prankster and a jokester, but the topic I'm about to talk to you about is more serious than just about anything I can imagine, and that is the majesty and delicious taste of Schlafly beer. Schlafly is created by the St. Louis Brewery, Missouri's largest locally owned independent brewery. Every year they pump out over 50 unique styles of beer for you and I to enjoy. And we're so proud to have Schlafly Beer as a Mazodcast sponsor. So if you want to be a true Mazodcast fan, a true Missourian, and a true American, buy you some Schlafly Beer and get blackout, pissed drunk, responsibly. Schlafly Beer. But I fell off the wagon High on my high horse run Lord, she put me to the test That little girl with a red dress on Another listener song comes to us from the pranks. This is called You Don't Know Who. Guys, we have a little tradition every year when we play Arkansas. Instead of playing Kansas news, as is typical, we uh, we alter that a little bit. And, One uh, week a year just to, to uh, ingratiate ourselves to this new rivalry. Mm-hmm. And instead of Kansas news, we play what is known as Arkansas news. Are you ready, fellas? Yep. I was heard there were three kinds of suns. Arkansas. Sunshine. Sunflowers, sons of bitches. This is Arkansas News. And our first Arkansas news story for the day. Arkansas woman tries to steal stripper pole from Little Rock Mall, bites worker. Hmm. <laughs> a woman was chased into a common area of Little Rock's Park Plaza as she tried to steal a stripper pole from a store. An employee so bit. What, what kind of mall sells stripper poles? <laughs> Welcome to Arkansas, folks. <laughs> right. I think in Arkansas mall, you answered your own question. An employee was bitten during the attempted robbery. Officers at the Little Rock Police Department were called to the mall on Markham Street Wednesday in reference to the robbery. An employee, a 26-year-old woman, said the woman in question was recognized from being in the store earlier, entered the retailer, and attempted to return an item for store credit. The would-be robber, suspected of stealing from the store on a previous occasion, became frustrated when she was refused money and tried to leave with a stripper pole valued at $40. Wow, stripper poles are cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Authorities noted that the worker was bitten during the struggle with the other woman in a common area of the mall, but was able to wrestle the pole away. Mm -hmm. Does he have rabies? (laughs) Well, Well, there was only only two teeth marks. (laughs) 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 Got lucky because the rest of it was gums. (laughs) The worker who had swelling on her arm because of the bite, then called mall security. A search for the building was unsuccessful. Police described the robber as a black woman who stands about 5'3 and weighs 120 pounds. She wore a salmon-colored shirt or dress and a denim jacket. It's a shirt or dress. It's hard to know. <laughs> you got to wonder what it, it looks like. It's confusing when you get I thought it was just going to be like a thong and pasties. <laughs> <laughs> it would yeah. go well with the, uh, with the purchasing decision. Yeah. I would I would try checking the local strip joints for this suspect. <laughs> JC Penney's getting wild these days yeah. trying to get people in on Black Friday. Yeah. Arkansas woman arrested for allegedly biting off woman's nipple. <laughs> a hot springs woman is accused of biting off the nipple of her son's ex fiance and hitting her with a frying pan. <laughs> now it's two stories, two bites. Yeah, I don't know if this is a trend or a thing. Well, you know you the, the old journalism saying goes, you know. Uh, dog bites man, it's not yeah. a story. Man bites dog. Now you got yourself a story. We got ourselves a couple stories. <laughs> yeah. Ladies biting nipples. 
On July 28th, around 3 p.m., Hot Springs police responded to Knoll Street in reference to a battery. Officers spoke with the victim who stated she was in a disturbance with her ex-fiancé's mother. Police reports state that the woman had large red marks on her upper chest and arm along with nipple pain. She said the ex-fiancé's mother, 50-year-old Tracy House, bit her left nipple, grabbed her by the hair, and hit her in the head with a frying pan. This is uh, goes against um, what most men expect a woman fight. It starts out, they fight, and they eventually mm-hmm. end up making out. That's like well, they she, think all of them are going to go to. It kind of went that she way. She could have confused it for a piece of bologna and wanted to fry it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's quite possible. Oh. House reportedly admitted to the police that she had attacked a woman, but said she had only done so after being first shoved to the ground. She was arrested with a misdemeanor count of third-degree domestic battery. The victim's mother told police she'd attempted to break up the fight, but her daughter had already been injured. Nice. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Classic Arkansas news. Old frying pan to the head. Works every time. 60% of the time, it works every time. Married Arkansas parents of two used wireless vibrating panties and other items to film amateur porn videos in children's playground, a restaurant, and a Home Depot. A married couple has been arrested for allegedly filming outdoor porno videos involving a variety of sex acts throughout Jonesboro, Arkansas. Leslie Sessions and Derek Calloway, who have two children together, were charged with nine felonies related to their alleged adult movie careers, which earned them $1,000 a month, according to them. Dang. The incriminating video reviewed by cops allegedly shows Sessions committing a variety of sex acts, including wearing vibrating panties. Do they have a link in the store? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Jonesboro cops swooped on the saucy couple after receiving a tip-off that the pair had been filming themselves throughout the city. They alleged that Sessions had committed a string of sex acts beginning after a meal at Cheddar's Restaurant. Sure. There, the video shows Sessions inserting an unspecified object into his wife's anus Oof. in a Home Depot parking lot while cars were passing. Dang. It climaxed, so to speak, when Sessions performed for camera with a sex toy at the Arkansas Game and Fish Nature Center Trail. It's an update at the bottom of the, the article that says, the item was, in fact, a bowling pin. <laughs> <laughs> the couple promotes their videos on Twitter and reportedly makes $1,000 a month, police say. Is that it? But their kids are real proud. Oh, boy. They're going to be. <laughs> Both face three counts of public display of hardcore sex conduct, Boom. three counts of each of the sale and possession and distribution of obscene films, Boom. and three counts of promoting obscene performances. Uh, is there a different crime for hardcore sex I conduct? Didn't, I didn't hear anything that was very hardcore. In yeah, there. no doubt. <laughs> that bowling pin thing is just average these days. <laughs> Nothing you and Jim Belima wouldn't have done. No, we, no. we've never been arrested. Karma. <laughs> I just My biggest concern for that story, Brent, is they said they did it at a playground. Mm-hmm. Um, you can imagine how slick the bars and, and the ladders and the slides could get yeah. after after those that couple left. Luke could, I don't know if they're up broken on, arms. I don't know if they're up on their OSHA codes. <laughs> Arkansas man poops, throws it during an arrest. (laughs) Carroll County, Arkansas. A man has been arrested after being accused of throwing his poop at an officer. Carroll County Sheriff's Office says Eugene Walden, age 44, was taken into custody. Deputies say that he received a call in the morning reporting a wreck along Highway 187. A deputy driving to the reported address said he was flagged down by a man, later identified as Walden. As the officials stopped to check on Walden, he reportedly retrieved a broken painting from his car and carried it to the officer. Walden then allegedly threw the painting into an open passenger window of a patrol car and began yelling about how the fire departments destroyed his painting when they made illegal entry into his father's home. Mm. After the officer told Walden he was not with the fire department and that he was on his way to an accident, there is no accident. 
I called and told you there was an accident because it was the only way I could get you to come. The deputy ordered Walden to stop and said that he needed to talk to him. Walden then got into his car and began to drive away. Walden drove two or three miles before he was stopped. He then got out of his car and ran to a gate. As the deputy chased him down, Walden's pants and underwear began to drop, causing him to fall forward onto the ground. (laughs) When the officers caught up to him, he noticed feces on his bottom. Mm. The officer ordered Walden to remain on his stomach, but he reportedly turned over onto his back again, began kicking at the deputy, and a struggle ensued. After a few minutes, Walden stopped fighting, began crying, and told the officer that he needed to poop. (laughs) The deputy then allowed him to relieve himself when Walden said he had nothing to wipe with. (laughs) The the deputy suggested he use his underwear. Walden did, and then pulled his pants back on. The deputy said after that, Walden picked up his own poop. Well, that's what he gets for letting him. Stood up and threw it directly at the officer's hey, face. Necessity's the mother of invention. He's got a weapon. There's a turd right there. Walden faces a string of charges, including aggravated assault on an officer, battery, communicating a false alarm, fleeing, and refusal to submit to an arrest. And the hardcore sex act. Yeah. <laughs> my refuse. My he puts thing, the refuse in refusal. My thing is, is that I want to see that. I want this is where this is why I'm in favor of cops wearing wearing video cameras. <laughs> why could I don't this care be a about? PD? I don't care about uh, people being hurt or beaten or police brutality. What I want to see is this guy running away from the police, his pants fall down, him face plant, <laughs> start crying, tell me to take a shit, take a shit, and then throw the shit. <laughs> this story could have been its own Arkansas news all on its own. Yeah. It's quite a tale. Yeah. Oh, it is great. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of missed Arkansas news, yeah, to be honest. Sure. It's pretty, it gives Kansas a run for its money. Speaking of that, let's do our final story for the day. Caleb, let's revert to Kansas. Did they play football this weekend? They did play football this weekend. They played Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State and lost 58-17. to 17. 17 points? Whew. They managed to score 17 points. Lost by 41. I saw that they are retaining their coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David, David Beatty. Beatty is going to be back. No one else will come coach them. Well, well, maybe they just like what they're getting out of that guy. Yeah, well, you know, 17 points is a lot of points. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I Truthfully, I'm like, I don't know if David Beatty is a good coach or a bad coach. Who knows? I don't think uh, Nick Saban could resurrect that fucking turd of a program. But I feel like at some point, Kansas does have to keep a coach. Yeah, like, if you're right. ever going to get the train back on the tracks, you cannot hire a coach every two years. Do you think Bill Self can coach both the basketball team and the football team? I don't know. I mean, it just depends on how much Adidas money he can funnel to the okay. football well, program. Busy covering up car wrecks and things. He, <laughs> yeah, he can't do both. Yeah. That's a lot to do. All right, this has been Arkansas News. All right, guys, it is time for our weekly SEC Around the Horn segment, and we've got a little mixer up for you. We've got a new intro for SEC Around the Horn. I'm pretty excited about it. our good friend Mike Steele. As we, yeah, Mazodcast house band. That's right, and he put together the brilliant Tennessee song when we played Tennessee. He's now put together a little jingle for us for SEC Around the Horn. Let's play it now. We Waffle House, our teams are pretty good. We even play some basketball when Jesus says we should. So pour a little bourbon and repeat right after me. We built a church for Saturdays and called it SEC. Jesus loves football. All right, Caleb, what do we got? I know it's been a big, exciting weekend for uh, college football. We have some breaking news, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, Florida has hired Dan Mullen as their new football coach away from Mississippi State. Wow. And also, we have a hiring at Tennessee. 
they uh, they hired child rape enabler Greg Schiano. <laughs> wow, from Penn State. That's a yeah. great hire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it's you know it's on brand. My God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. What's the guy? What's the AD at at, at Tennessee? Kurt. I don't remember. Anyway, what a terrible, terrible hire. I mean, what a terrible, terrible hire. I mean, this is the worst. Let's, Even let's, Tennessee fans aren't happy about let's it. Let's send a rape enabler into somebody's mm-hmm. living room of a 17-year-old yeah. and have them come to school for yeah. us. Well, maybe they're just like, like he is definitely committed to winning. He will mm-hmm. overlook the fact that um, one of his coworkers is raping children yeah. no, that in, is in the name the, of winning. So it maybe, is in the spirit of the SEC. Yeah, it, proves, it proves not only are Tennessee fans delusional, so is their AD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, my God. I think yeah. we knew that. Great hire. Way to go. Way to go, Rocky <laughs> Top. Yeah. You did a great job. We're, we're happy about that hire. Yep. That's All a right. job. That's a well, job. how about the how about the games? What do we got? Okay, first off, we had Ole Miss at Mississippi State, mm, the old Egg Bowl. Yes, with Ole Miss winning that game, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Yeah, that was unexpected. Yes, yep. very much so. By Dan Mullen. Yeah, he's on his way to Florida. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And then we had Louisville visiting Kentucky. Yeah, and, and Kentucky's—they're really good. This Cinderella, year, been Cinderella season continues, I'm sure. Oh, Cinderella never got her slipper back on this week. Forty-four seventeen, Louisville. Ooh, she got hit in the frying pan, got her nipple bent off. Very good, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then we had this barn burner of shit shows: yeah. Florida State at Florida. Oh, it was a shit show. Oh, terrible game, terrible game. Florida State wins this terrible game, thirty-eight to twenty-two. Oof! Now they got a new. Coach. Coach. Yep, and it's going to right the ship now. Well, they go from a shark rapist to uh, Dan Mullen. Yeah. We'll see what he fucks. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. There's no no guarantee that that wasn't consensual sex with yeah, the sharks. That's right, yes. right Brandon. Don't, yeah. don't cast aspersions. That's right. I'm sorry about that. Then we, had, then we had Georgia at Georgia Tech. Georgia 38, Georgia Tech 7. Mm, okay. Uh, to be expected. expected yeah. Yeah, yeah, no big deal there. And then we... Hey guys. Well, sorry, I don't well, want to interrupt you, Caleb, but have we forgotten something? We haven't really forgotten. We had a little trouble this week. Are we going to try to turn him on? Brendan, we tried to turn him on before the show. Yeah. He's, he's really not up he, to We've it. had him in the corner all His day. cooling system is fucked, Brendan. Paul Feinbot's been giving us a lot of trouble this week. Usually we bring him right in after the SEC around the horn, but uh, I don't Colin, think we should do this. Go for it. Give it a shot. All right. Nick Saban. <laughs> Uh-oh. I told reboot. you. Reboot. Oh, yeah, after the old Iron Bowl, it's been really well, tough. It says he's online. Okay, well, I guess, sorry, Caleb, continue. We'll try to try to make this work. We'll do that Iron Bowl score. We had mm-hmm. Alabama at Jordan-Hare playing Auburn. No. Yes, no. it happened. No. And Alabama lost. I don't agree. I don't agree. 14 to 26. Okay, I, I give up. You're right. I'm wrong. We are right, Paul. I, I'm, I don't even know where I am anymore. He's really off. Oh, my. Yeah. I told you, he's not right. He was all excited for Thanksgiving, uh, mm-hmm. turkey. He could yeah. smell it from the garage, Nick and then Saban. this happened. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, I kind of feel bad for the vine bot. Yeah, had, There's nothing worse that could happen. Poor Paul. Well, this really screws up the uh, college football playoff situation now. Number yeah. one, and then, of course, Miami, number two, lost this weekend. It is a mess. You should be fired. <laughs> okay. It's bonkers. It's bananas, Paul. The fine bot will get fixed. Don't worry. Okay. Next up, we had Vanderbilt uh, visiting uh, the Tennessee uh, underground rapist. Yeah. And Vanderbilt housed him 42 24. How about them apples? <laughs> that makes fine bot happy. Yeah, yeah, sure does. That'll bring him back to our center. That, that made Tennessee 0 8 in conference play for the year, I believe. And they took a vote and they're, um, they're going to leave the SEC. <laughs> well, we're making them leave. Yeah. yeah. We, well, they're, they're embarrassing the program. The, welcome to the Sun Belt. <laughs> they're dragging down the conference. Yep. 
Uh, next up, we had Texas A&M at LSU. LSU wins 45-21. Yep. Mr. Someone's headed to the great state of Arizona. Yes. I read that on Twitter earlier. He has a great opportunity. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have a great opportunity there. I agree. Coach, like that, Coach yeah. O. And in the final game, we had Clemson visiting South Carolina. And now, they're, they're Cinderella season, too. South Carolina. I mean, they're really good. I, I they, they are chesty on Twitter telling us how yes, good they are. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they gave Clemson all they wanted. Not yeah. sure about that. They, they gave them all of 10 points to Clemson's 34. Ooh, not good. That, no. That's not so good. Mm-mm. And the only game left was the Mizzou and Arkansas. We know the outcome of that. Make sure no. Yeah, Paul, we do. Yeah, we do. Missouri won again six straight. Does Paul know who Drew Locke is yet? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> who is Drew Locke? He is, after all, just a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not yeah. the Paul. Piper. And Drew Locke is only the uh, top touchdown throwing quarterback in the, the in the history of the SEC. SEC. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what brings up? What, what do we got to look forward to next week? K. Pasha. <laughs> We've got. Auburn and Georgia playing in the SEC oh, championship right. game, game next week, boys. No, yeah, no. Uh, Paul Auburn is in fact going to the SEC championship game. Alabama? No, no, they lost. No, yes, well, they did. We're gonna have to ignore him for now. Yeah. Auburn and Georgia to play. That it's is gonna be strange watching a uh, championship game without Alabama in it. <laughs> it's been a little while. It's Mizzou and the question Auburn is, is, is last can, time, wasn't it? Can Georgia get sweet redemption? Yeah, what do you think? I don't think after watching what Al, or Auburn did to Alabama, I don't think so. Yeah, and and you know, a lot of people are talking about how Fromm isn't as good as he looked earlier in the season. I don't know. Georgia's a really good team. It will be a great game. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, but I don't know if I were to put money on it, and I don't want to. Mm-mm. I think I'd go with Auburn at this point. Yeah, took I might, two number ones. Might have to do it too. You touched on it a while ago too about Miami losing. You know, everybody talked about Georgia always Georgiaing. Maybe mm-hmm. it's Mark Richt. Richting because he did it at Georgia and now he did it at Miami. Sure yes, he did. So I'll go Auburn. I, I like that bet. Yeah, yeah I'm sure uh, you Paul's do. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and change it to Georgia then if yeah. he's picking that because he's all fucked up. Yeah, his circuits are fried. Not sure about that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was a quick one because we've only got that one game coming up. And then, of yep. course, we've got bowl season, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Our next uh, podcast, SEC Around the Home, will be telling you where all the uh, eligible teams are going to be playing, mm-hmm. including our Mizzou Tigers. That's right. Before we get to our awards segment, I think we ought to check in with Caleb because he went up against the coin again this week. And, Caleb, we had your uh, Caleb the Greek Pick of the Week segment. Caleb, Caleb the Greek's Pick of the Week. And uh, how'd you do this week? I went two and three. Ooh. Under 50%. Well, how about the coin? Two and two. With a push. Yeah. yeah. He, the interesting thing was he uh, he chose Kansas to cover that to Oklahoma State spread. The spread was 41, and they lost by 41 points. So Fucking coin is smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coins know what they're doing. Yes, they sure do. So, yeah, uh, Caleb, you won on the Memphis and the Penn State game. Uh, Missouri obviously did not cover the spread, even though we got the win. Uh, TCU. <laughs> Not Tennessee. Yeah, TCU uh, was a twenty-three and a half. They won by twenty-three. Oh, that's a bad beat. And that reminds me of one thing. One of the sour grapes tweets I did not put on there was mm-hmm. um, some Arkansas fan congratulating himself and giving fucking Mizzou the business because uh, we didn't cover the spread. So sour that is now <laughs> that's now a uh, yeah. That's a, that's, that's what they've got feather in their cap. Like, <laughs> you guys didn't even. You, yeah, sure, you beat us. You didn't even cover the spread. Yeah, how embarrassing for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, if, if you bet in the you know in the order the games went, you'd come out a winner because she'd have won the last two. That's where mm-hmm. you put most of your money at. That's right. Yeah, I'm just making shit up now. <laughs> you were six and four going into this matchup, and the coin was four and two. So that puts you 
at now eight and seven, still over five hundred, making that money for our uh-huh. fans, <laughs> Caleb. But the coin is at six and four, so you guys both making that money. Yeah, it's starting to look like mm-hmm. this is where you go to place your bets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You won't win much, mm-hmm. but you will win something. That's right. Are you uh, going to do a Caleb the Greek segment for Championship Week next week? Caleb? I can. That would be fun. I think we should do some championship mm-hmm. games and go with it. I agree. Well, we'll look forward to that. So uh, that'll be uh, Caleb the Greek pick of the week. Caleb, Caleb the Greeks, Greeks pick of the week. All right, fellas. It will be a fun uh, TJ Moe Deuce of the Week uh, award winner this week. Douches out there yeah, this week. Yeah, they were douching hard. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get to it. Douche of the Week. Who is it going to be, guys? Do you have any uh, nominations for the TJ Moe Deuce of the Week? Blue Pig Suey lady that yelled the whole fucking game. Yeah, we got to talk about her. My God, why did she have to be by a microphone? Yeah, she screamed nonstop to the point where even Arkansas fans were tweeting about it, like, please stop. Yeah, it was like somebody was biting off her nipple for three straight quarters. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. somebody's wife sitting there, and oh, he never God. said, hey, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. He must be really henpecked. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Slap yeah. her. Do something. She was awful. If you muted the game, you were wise to do so. She's definitely a strong candidate. Anybody else? I think I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, TJ Carpenter, who is mm-hmm. a, a radio personality, who's a big Razorbacks fan. He's an on-air personality. Seems to be more or less level-headed, I guess. You know, not not going to let his fandom show. Mm-hmm. Well, But anytime he plays the Razorbacks, and this is for several years now since we've been in the SEC, he just goes reverts to full fucking crazy Arkansas fan, like mm-hmm. claiming that Terry Beckner's a dirty player. Like that one, right. that one play in particular. Where's Terry the Beckner, cleanest hit of all yeah, time. Yeah, Terry Beckner hit a quarterback as kind of hit their quarterback as he kind of jumped and just he did flatten him, but it was no way dirty. No. You know? But they, they just start seeing ghosts, him and all other Arkansas fans, and it's just, you know, trying to make excuses for their program being consistently just a fucking hot pile of hot garbage. Well, they try, they want to be classy so bad. Yeah. You know, it's it's really, it's well, that's, really what, funny. that's the other tenor of it. Like, after the game, of course, everybody's telling him to eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, classic, classy fucking Mizzou pants. I'm like, oh, yeah, because Arkansas fans are the classiest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. I mean, we read about all, half of those fans. Well, they were. Three pieces to the games. Yeah. I mean, all that. I mean, yeah, for sure. Always classy. Yeah. So, what do you say, uh, TJ Carpenter, in his tirade on Twitter about how dirty and classless Mizzou is? Yeah, I was looking to pull a little uh, of his magic up there, though, because uh, I think before we give him a big award, give him we some are, context. Yeah, give a little context. Just what a douche he was. One of his many tweets, and he is prolific, was Terry Beckner Jr. took his hand and shoved Austin Allen's head into the ground after the hit. Very dirty. It wasn't the hit. It was after the hit. No one else saw this no in the one, entire world. No one saw this. There was no uh, replays of that. There was no mention of it by any other critic. It was just him being mad at Terry Beckner Jr. He does live in Denver. He could be high. Yeah, and that's it's possible. possible. Yeah, Clay Travis could get an honorable mention. I saw that uh, a Missouri fan was giving him the business because no one was at the Mizzou Arkansas game in Arkansas and last mm-hmm. year, of course, it was at Mizzou, and Clay Travis had alluded that nobody was there because of the protests that were two years ago. <laughs> right, right. And he's and uh, somebody was like, "Oh, there's no fans here. I get protests or something like that." And and Clay Travis was like, "Idiot, Brett Belima. That is the reason that you know yeah. there's no fans there." And I'm just like, we "We're four oh, and so, eight last so, year." <laughs> so uh, a brand new coach of the four and eight team is mm-hmm. not the reason that people were this, to Mizzou last games. year. Last year, but this year it's because of Arkansas's terrible head coach. Like, yeah, like, so, play should up and take your medicine. Who should this be? Oh, it's obviously. I mean, if you. We're not going to read through the 27 tweets of no. TJ Carpenter, his crazy batshit fucking scene ghost shit <laughs> that, from the Mizzou game, but I think he deserved Douche of the Week. All right, let's give it to him. Douche of the Week. 
TJ Carpenter. You know, Clay Travis, honorable mention, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, TJ Mohawk. The Shalafly beer. Lots of TJs in mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Some, at some point, you could probably just go by the name Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. Mm-hmm. Just, just to split them up. Yeah. yeah. And thank you to Schlafly Beer for sponsoring the Douche of the Week segment. Yep. Now the more important award, guys, it is... Now it's time for Kirk Farmer's Hair, Player of the Game. Got some candidates for yeah, us. Yeah, this, uh, this player represents everything that is great about Kirk Farmer's hair. Mm, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's immaculate. And it was uh, once a proud member of the Mizzou football team. Mm-hmm. It the flows hair, in the not, wind. Not Kirk himself. That's hair. right. His hair flows in the wind even when there is no wind. Yeah, you can't get a comb through that stuff. It's no, beautiful. It's gorgeous. So, guys, I'm afraid that we really only have one true candidate for this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to agree with you. When Drew Locke I mean, throws five touchdown passes and breaks an SEC record that stood for the test forever, it's hard to give it to even Ishwitter, who had 170 yards on the ground and 39 Or carries. Alberto, who caught a yet another two touchdowns. Yeah, You could just give it to the team this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could. But I think Drew Locke has earned this one. And what a fitting way to uh, end the season with Drew Locke winning a hard-fought Kirk Farmer's hair player of the game. So uh, that was an easy choice. Probably the easiest one of the year. Yeah. 40 plus touchdowns. How many do you have? 40? 43, 43, I believe. Yeah, 43. 43, and, new and, record. And who knows what may come in the bowl game. Well, the one thing I'll say, I, I was they were showing me the list of the players who had thrown the most touchdowns. Not the biggest names in SEC history. No, not all of them. So, um, you know, maybe probably because the best quarterbacks go after three seasons. But, yeah. you know, and Drew could go after three seasons yeah, right. and still have the record. That's right. One uh, stat I saw that I'm kind of excited about is I saw Ish Witter is about eight yards away from a thousand yard rushing year. Yeah. Good for him. Absolutely. Really taking a turn on Ish. Yeah. I think we definitely, I don't know if we owe him an apology Mm because that's, we're not good at doing that. Yeah. But um, what a turnaround. We're never wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So what a turnaround. I mean, there was a time where I remember we interviewed Joel Wall Jasper. We create some sort of homage to him or something. We should. An apology. Yeah, we should. Because we were talking about how he just, he gets hit and he goes down immediately. And it was so frustrating to watch him play. He's now, he's hitting guys and getting another four yards after. He just looks like a different player. And he did this all after uh, Crockett got hurt. And it Mm -hmm. looked like our running game would be in shambles. But he and Roundtree combined for a potent running game mm-hmm. and, and Ish, the offensive line we cannot discount the offensive yeah. line has played well all season yeah it's been amazing and uh you know <laughs> barring something unforeseen which michael porter jr has shown we're well capable of doing yeah he should easily knock those eight yards out pretty quick yeah I, um, i'm excited about the prospect of playing texas in a bowl game oh yeah that would be nice that would be nice you know the big 12 really hates mizzou now because we were we ruined their league we ruined their league because we refused to be um texas's whipping boy right as the as they're all very comfortable doing right we were not so we left mm-hmm. so it's always nice to uh to get a matchup with texas and possibly stomp the uh, shit out of the old longhorns well guys we're gonna i guess should we have a midweek show uh with the championship game at where missouri's not playing i don't know we'll have to just to get caleb's caleb the picks greek, in yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe a little, little caleb the greek shorty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, absolutely. We'll do that, and then, of course, we'll cover the championship week and then get ready for bowl season. It'll be pretty exciting. And then a lot of what you'll hear from us is going to be basketball. basketball yeah. yeah, Shockingly enough. They're playing tonight. We hope we get a tournament win and we look good. So follow us on Twitter. We're exciting. Follow at mm-hmm. Mazodcast. Send us your voicemails. Send us your music. emails and your music at Mazodcast at gmail.com. And also send us your iTunes reviews. We're up to over 50 now of iTunes reviews. So Nicely done, we're catching folks. the real Paul Feinbaum and his show yep. soon enough. So, All right, guys. It's been a fantastic but strange year for Mizzou and we've got one more game to go it's going to be a fun bowl season maybe we can get out there M-I-Z Z-O-U Go Tigers
Arkansas.